2: Welcome to the family with Hackmaster Ralph basham Memdi,
0: Alex Brandt Bernard Rasmussen, co host Catherine Brandt,
2: Andy Brandt Bernard,
0: and Melissa
1: Bernard.
3: We'll be right back to kick things off with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant,
2: what's the latest?
3: Thank you very much.
2: I never seen you looking so bad my funky one.
3: My funky one. That's what I call Catherine, I call Catherine my funky one. He does and
0: I say stop doing that. Leave stop calling
3: alone. me your funky one, please. Pen. 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 I understand that completely. No doubt about it. So I'm just looking at some highlights and, you know, today How about some low lights? Well, they're all low lights. That's the whole problem have, with it is uh, I'm looking the highlights are all low lights. that's just how it is.
0: I saw a um, video on Twitter that was really it was kind of <laughs> disturbing yet nice because this school district in Alabama
3: mm-hmm.
0: they cannot buy enough food to feed their students. Why There's not? no supplies.
3: Oh, there's no
4: supplies. There's yeah. no
0: supplies. The teachers, they're all having to get like specialized uh, funds to go to Walmart to try to buy meat.
5: Meanwhile, Alabama grows how many crops and has how much cattle?
0: I don't know what's going on. There's like, and they showed at at Walmart a big semi truck. It was half full. They're like the supplies just are not coming in, and as everybody knows. There's a lot of poor kids that they get fed at school.
2: Right. That's
3: exactly right. Yes.
0: <laughs> they get their breakfast. They get their lunch. And a lot of times that's all they get all day long, as far as anybody knows.
2: That's because, uh, because President Biden's a racist.
5: Oh, is that why? That's got to be it. Well, there, yeah, it must be it. Well, it yep. doesn't sound like well, Everything good. is always the president's that's, fault. That's, so. that's, a,
2: that's a real problem for these children. Yes. And they rely on this. And there's nothing wrong with that. Nope. We should support them. Mm-hmm. So, this should be something our president should get involved. Just it's no, not much different than a hurricane or anything like that. What's it take to get a couple pieces of meat out to a school? Nothing.
0: Apparently, the supply chains, we talked about that 40, usually 40 ships sitting there trying yep. desperate, you know, to oh yeah. uh, unload a. Yep coast of california mm-hmm. and we'll they don't have they don't cheese. have anybody to
2: let's make grilled cheese with government cheese and some bread it's sh- done yep. shouldn't
0: this be a national guard issue can't they go and unload these stupid ships if we can't idea. find people that's, to do it it's
2: because our government's racist <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> i wouldn't doubt it it's got to be some racist, sort of social it was racist justice racist for problem. katrina
2: it's racist for everything else all yep. the other things that we don't get the stuff there quite quick enough it's because it's racist
3: there you go.
0: Uh, it was it was really like oh my god these I mean they're like we have enough now for tomorrow, we don't know if we'll have enough food. I mean there's there's sometimes giving them um, little little boxes of cinnamon toast crunch w- along made. with a banana for lunch because they can't find any other food. There's nothing in the stores. I've been hearing this across the country. There's a lot of supply chain issues out west. It's bad, and in some states, yeah, for some constantly reason, constantly is saying that there's like yeah, empty shelves stuff, already. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that here. No, yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen anything. No. I don't know why, but I have not seen that here. No.
3: Well, we'll keep an eye on these kids and see what. I, like, look, they're just c- trying to control all the people. That's all they're doing is the control, control, control so they can have all the power, and make all the decisions, and make all the money. That, that's all they're doing, they're controlling the people. And the people are stupid enough to let them do it. I mean, I'm sorry, but it, it sounds very harsh, but it's true. People have gotten dumber by the day. And I, what, what drove that Do you? think? Like, why are people so incredibly- it's Social media. Right now? Yeah, that's exactly oh, social right.
2: Social media, everybody's putting, spending their time yeah. looking at absolutely nothing people can't handle the,
5: social media
2: the, the, no they cannot it dumbs them it, and then they they think they get everything from social media they think they anybody can be learn anything from social media you, know, you can't you can learn some things yeah. not you the, be, truth. You yeah, can't learn well, the well, truth that's that's true and and critical thinking is not top no. with social media no no it is not we have lammers.
4: i i have yet to watch the entire uh, interview i've only read little uh quotes from the thing on 60 minutes with that facebook whistleblower oh yeah oh yeah what a deal that is huh let's just push hate on people because hate sells and gets the clicks and brings in more money that's basically the bottom line right yeah
3: that's it i mean it's all about bringing in money this this mark zuckerberg should go to prison for what he did
1: well that's like i read a book called digital minimalism and the guy sean parker who was one of the founders of facebook mm-hmm. was he had like a ted talk or something and he was just talking about how he's like every single thing on your phone and on every yeah. social media is meant for you to be addicted to it mm-hmm. they yeah, do no doubt. literally every single thing is so it's studied to make you addicted to it. electronic
2: yep. equivalent of doritos it's the perfect yep. food perfect exactly. the yeah. perfect media yeah,
1: yeah I, he exactly held it right. up and he's like this is a slot machine Yeah, yeah. It's like it's all just meant to trigger everything. It's all researched to make sure that it's addictive.
5: Well, that's one wild. Even um, mobile and not even mobile video games have gotten to be like that. The mechanics they have in place, if you like know what to look for, they'll have you know you got to get your daily login bonus, so you got to log in every day, and you they you have to play for sixty minutes a day to get another bonus. And yeah. then they'll give you a ticket so you can spin the wheel, and maybe mm-hmm. you'll get the good prize, but you might not. But you come back every day to spin the wheel. Yeah, oh
6: but you God. know <laughs> who started that? Who? Facebook.
5: Yeah.
0: Facebook did? That's
5: Honestly, was, yeah. It
6: started on Facebook. Yep. The Once Ford, they realized
5: like, yeah. how to get people addicted to things like that, yep. that's when Everybody, video games started my, jumping on that trend. My too.
6: grandmother would spend money. On Facebook, so she could keep playing this game. On yep. Facebook. Really? Oh, yeah. I, oh never, yeah, I never got into the game. Farmville on Facebook, was like the first one was, of those, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. She was, yeah. She was yeah. home all the time and yeah. had nothing What to else do. is she
5: going to do?
1: <laughs> but, yeah.
5: Yeah.
1: Well, like, yeah, app ga- app games on your yeah. phone. Mom, with uh-huh. your farm huh? game.
2: You did your farm hey, day? Oh, yeah.
1: you I spend, have my farm day. Yeah, and she spends money on it and does...
0: Not really. No, not really.
2: That's just like the Louie Anderson thing. He comes out. He's in Vegas. He says, uh, how you doing? How oh, about even? He says, oh, you're way down.
0: Yeah, he says, <laughs> not really. <laughs> really you yeah. spend no, a I, lot. Mean, I might spend some, but not... not no, I'm not so. saying
1: that you spend tons of money. I'm just saying you do spend and i also on take
0: it. a long 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 breaks from it and yeah. i go back if i'm sitting around a lot watching my dad sleep in his chair yeah. what, else <laughs> <do? Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> what else am i gonna do i suppose i could yeah. bring a you're, book
2: you're backfilling that hole that you dug with that oh. first comment I don't well, don't no, mind. I don't that it is money. true no. though
0: i mean it's it's interesting when you go on twitter and you look at what's trending it's almost all video games yeah. almost everything is video games it's yeah. amazing how everything many people are <laughs> talking about video games playing video games new releases of video games it's just like man well, they basically that is a, huge industry.
5: a lot they've replaced hollywood for a lot of people yeah, especially younger people yep because they just really like tv no no young person really cares about tv anymore no if, God, no.
2: When you can interact.
0: Sagey and fond yeah. Can why
2: I, would, watch why I watch something? At and
0: bob <laughs> house, it's unbelievable.
1: Why would
5: I watch TV when I can play, you know, Fortnite or Roblox or whatever? That's about it, yeah. That's the thought process. And, it, you know, it's, there's a valid point there.
0: Well, if you watch television, you've got virtue signaling in every single program, oh god! You play yes. a game, you're oh, just yeah. playing. You get to actually. Nope, that's tune not out. true
5: anymore. Oh really? No. Fortnite, they had a nice little event where they played Martin Luther King quotes, and you could tour the Black History Museum in Fortnite. Oh, can you tour so all can museums? Can you imagine playing Super Mario Brothers and a Goomba's like, let me tell you about the plight of the American Indian? <laughs> you may not progress until you've learned a Goomba. That's what they're called, Goombas. I thought it was Spaghetti Twister.
3: Oh, Well, the Goombas aren't Italian. They're They're weird little
5: mushroom things. I don't know what
3: they are. Well, a Goomba is an Italian, though. That's right. I don't
5: think they knew that in Japan in 1984. (laughs) I guess not. They just knew the word sounded funny. It was funny
3: yesterday on the show. we were joking around about this and the other thing. I said, "Yeah, typical spaghetti bender." A woman named Danielle calls in. Hey, Tommy, I'm Italian. It's spaghetti twister. <laughs> she was the greatest.
5: Well, because you eat it with the fork and then you twist
3: it. Yeah, the you fork. twist it. Yep. You twist it around exactly. So, Timmy. Yeah. What's the latest with you?
4: Well, I got a text over the weekend that said. It's uh, from Michael Bryant that said. I didn't see the point of them doing the movie. Well, I wonder what Tommy thought about it. I thought I thought it Tommy great. went with me. He said I he hated the many saints of Newark.
3: <laughs> What's up? I thought what it was, happened? It was horrible. That's what was up. Tim
4: it was, liked, it. Was
0: terrible. Don't tell, liked it. Don't tell Tim his movie's bad.
4: No, no, that's fine. We all have our, our likes and dislikes. But... <laughs> You know, one thing I will say, I mean, it's more of a mob movie than it is an episode of The Sopranos. So mean, it's got nothing
3: to do with The Sopranos. That's true. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. It's well, I
4: mean, yeah, it, it does because a lot of the characters are from The Sopranos, the younger versions. But what yeah. I'm saying is is that when you have to compact all this stuff into two hours, right. you don't have time for those extended moments that made the show great. Well, the problem you know, that I it's had... Gotta, it's more cinematic than The Sopranos. The yeah. Sopranos did play out like a TV show. I mean, and that's not to belittle it in any sort of way. It just had the time to tell the story. Is it a
0: prequel? Prequel or a... What yes. Is,
4: oh, it is. Okay.
3: It is a prequel, absolutely. And the problem I had with it, Tim, is not necessarily a story. I thought the acting was dreadful. Really? Yeah, I thought the actors were... Ter- every one of them was terrible.
4: Even Joey Coco is big pussy's dad.
3: Well, he didn't say much. Joey,
4: of course, <laughs> he didn't.
3: He, he, he did not talk much. That's the whole problem with Joe. But he get. What did he get punched or slapped or what happened? He got. He got drilled at some point. I know.
4: And he did, and then something else happens to his character, which I will not. explain right. I will not spoil. Exactly. But yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Dicky Multisanti was beating the crap out of him because of something he said about his mistress. Oh, that's right.
3: That's exactly... Yeah, there you go, right there. How oh, dare
0: you disparage right, right. my mistress. That,
4: that was uh, that was Joey Coco Diaz's big moment <laughs> there. Um, so, you know, one thing that I, I did warn uh, with reviews last week was you, you, this was not a Tony Soprano story at oh, all. Oh,
3: no, not at all, no.
4: Not I mean, at all. you know, you really only get to see that fury Of Tony Soprano at the very end when uh, some kid was giving him crap about not getting a case of beer. And then he he wigged out and started punching him. Right. But you didn't you didn't get it. And and, and that was the little tiny scene with the future Carmela. That was insignificant also. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I mean, when you have this. Don't get me wrong. I think the kid was good. But is it like a 10 or 11 year old actor playing him for the first hour of the movie? And then you don't get Michael Gandolfini for the last, you know, until the last hour of the movie. All this hype about this being the formative years of Tony Soprano, blah, blah, blah. Right. I think they really oversold that. And that's the There's problem no I question had. There's about that.
3: That is the problem I had. I thought it was going to be about how Tony became Tony, and it had nothing to do with that.
4: Well, I'm thinking what's going to happen is, you know, David Chase coincidentally signed a big contract Friday. Uh, the same day the movie came out. Oh, okay. uh, There's no, and with Warner Media, so there's no question that, you know, I don't think that, that the numbers matter here. I mean, it really debuted week with $5 million at the box office, but it also debuted on HBO Max. Right. So, you know, it, it, even if, you know, it cost $50 million to make, so that's a pittance compared to most stuff these days anyway. So there will be more. Um, so yeah. my guess is that this introduction was just that. Um, let's let's set a template, and then now this next one we're gonna see Tony in his twenties and start to rise to power, and then you're gonna see more of that strife between him and Uncle Junior. That obviously you didn't get in this movie. Uh, that Uncle Junior had a problem with somebody else, and again I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna reveal who that was, but you know so yeah, I, there's more coming. So maybe what we're going to get with the next movie is the sort of thing you probably were expecting with this first movie.
3: Well, That's the problem, big problem I had, Tim, is one of the reasons I loved The Sopranos so much was the sense of humor on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no sense of humor in this movie at all.
4: Well, there's a little bit, but not yet. Nothing near to... And I think no. I mentioned it on KQ last week. You know, there just... There they're isn't time for those, those great comedic moments. I mean, yeah. you have you have some funny scenes. I mean, I thought it was funny with what uncle junior's uh, date said to him when he was trying to make it with her with the back brace on. I mean, there were moments like that, that were laugh out loud, funny, but at the same time, yeah, there, there's just not, there's, there isn't that room for the Sopranos type of humor that we're used to. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it was a tough deal. And honestly, I mean, I like this whole idea of introducing, uh, Dickie Maltasanti and his father for that matter to this story since he was you know Dickie was talked about in the series and all of a sudden now we get this idea of who he is and you see these parallels of, of him being the mentor to Tony in the movie as opposed to Tony mentoring Christopher in the series so I, you know there, there was story parallels this that and the other thing that I liked but yeah, again, I, you're not alone with the way you feel. I do know that. And I know that Sopranos fans are speaking out online anyway, Reddit threads and stuff like that, how they were disappointed. So, you know, it's hard. And you, I, I just kind of approach it like i got to separate these two as yeah, the best I, I can. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, I understand. so, and I, I think I did a pretty good job at it because I, I, I actually like the movie, you know, and I know some, some people. Mike... Mike didn't seem to hate the movie. He just didn't see any point of
3: it. He told me he hated it. He lied.
4: (laughs) Okay, well, whatever. Whatever, whatever. No, you know what? He asked me about No Time to Die, and I said, well, I don't know. I'm kind of afraid to tell people what I think.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there you go. With
4: the many saints, uh, you know.
3: (laughs) Look, one of the things that I loved about The Sopranos so much is the things that Tony would do, and they could have had some other character do it, but there was a scene in one of the episodes many years ago now, obviously, well, they talked about what Uncle Junie did with his uh, girlfriend/slash wife or whatever. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Oh, and then
3: Tony God. spent the rest of the episode wandering around going south to the border. <laughs> what a tuna fish play! No, I, mean,
4: I just emailed you that. I emailed you that <laughs> clip, and, and Joe, Joe from Louisville, told me that you were trying to play it on the show or whatever. I sent it along to Andy and Zeph as well. Oh, so you I don't did. Know okay. If you played it, but. But, uh, oh, my God, that's a compilation of this stuff because it's spread throughout the episode. Yes. And so you get the, the little dig that Carmela uh, gives, uh, aims at Junior at the dinner table. Right. And then it goes to the bedroom and it's like, hey, what, what was that all about? And then she explained. And that's when he made the whistling to the wheat field remark, which is funny. <laughs> and then, and then, um, then it's to the golf course, and Tony's really effing with him at the golf. Course. Oh yeah, that was hideous. Comedy. Oh, it's it was. a great scene. It was a it's wonderful. a great scene, and you're right. You didn't, you didn't get any of that sort of stuff. with No, nope, I, I agree with that. But again, that's the sort of thing that. That you had the time to play out. Yeah, I suppose. They, you know, it just, they had to smash it. And, and, and David Chase, you know, made it pretty clear too that he wanted to make a flat out mop movie. You well, know? Was... apparently that, that shootout scene um, outside of the restaurant was the most intense, most elaborate shootout scene that he's ever done. I, apparently nothing rose to I can't remember anything in The Sopranos, and that's what he claims that that, that was about the most epic sort of shootout scene that they ever had so he wanted to give it that feel you know that gritty mob movie feel so yeah I, I don't know I don't know I mean I, I take it you probably won't watch it again no to see if you like it any better the second time no it definitely made me go back to the beginning of The Sopranos to start over with that what? which is a cool thing you know I mean it's just mm-hmm. like it's been 14 years since the show ended so you forget a lot of this stuff
2: well Tim why did not why did they choose uh, a movie Rather than just doing a prequel series, makes no I, sense. I, now, well, you, I the big criticism of the movie is it, it just it, they couldn't get everything in. Well, they the people that are Sopranos fans, they would die to see a prequel of all these people coming of age and how they mature and the other people who have sort of didn't make it, so to speak. Uh, I, I just I, I don't understand why they chose the movie rather than just. Doing another series. Maybe they're going to do yeah, a prequel is, trilogy like Star yeah, Wars. That's
4: a good question, Ralph. I mean, look, I think maybe part of the reason is, is like, okay, we, we're going to give you 50 million bucks here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, TV shows are extremely expensive to produce now. Um, and, I, I, you know, who knows how much a 13-episode series would have cost as opposed to a movie. I'm only speculating um, clearly, whatever this, the post mortem they do on this thing, because there will be, because again, it I don't think it hit the target. One of the reasons they didn't think people went to the theaters because this was an older demographic, and the older demographic is afraid to go back into theater at oh, this point of yeah. COVID. Um, so you know, at the time they made it, you know, they it probably made a lot of sense. But then COVID happened, and they had to push it back like everything else, and it was a victim, kind of, I guess you could say, because of it.
2: Yeah, they, I don't think that they sensed that there was this change to streaming. It was this change to series. And that older demographic, like you say, if, if those are the people who really enjoyed The Sopranos, the older demographic would have been much better with the series.
4: Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's it true. Yeah, that's true. I, you know,
2: I mean... The, and. and the you logic know, is, is which I think it's an industry that's missing its mark. They still thinking, Oh, we got the we're gonna do these big box office things. It is done. Yeah, I know. Put a fork in it, it's done. People are gonna stream and watch a moment. If you can do a series, you are better off. And yep, how much money they would have made a fortune off a series. Unless
5: you're Disney or Marvel or whatever, then yeah, yeah the the, the, right. the age of the blockbuster is pretty much over, I think. It is.
4: Yeah. Well, I think the big thing the the, the determining factor of all of this is you don't have James Gandolfini anymore. Right, so right. So, obviously, the whole idea of a sequel is dead. I mean, it, there's just no way you could do... You can't continue on from from where the series ended, no matter what you think of no, the ending. No, I'm saying a prequel but, series. But, but, you know, so the idea of going back to these younger characters, I like that. Yeah. It's the only way they can do things. And And, again, maybe now, after learning from how this performed as a movie maybe that next step will be a series you know it's it's a hell of a lot of effort to discover that hey we should have done a, a series in the first place but you know the, the, hollywood is a very fickle business you know i think most movies yeah. lose money you know it's not a, it's not a, a you know i mean yeah you you always hear about the big stars making the big cash but you know you don't hear about the studios losing a lot of money as much as you hear about the big contract so most movies don't make money most i don't know about series i think series probably do better now but again it's the expense and maybe now since they signed chase to this big contract we're gonna see that series hopefully otherwise yeah otherwise it's gonna be another movie and another two-year wait and it's kind of like leaving the air out of the balloon. All the excitement is gone in two hours.
2: You know, I, I think that uh, the movie industry is a bit like the record industry. They are uh, stuck in their payola. Not their payola, but they're stuck in their benefits and, the, and the, their... Uh, Uh, Expense accounts and things like that And they don't want to disrupt that Because if they disrupt it Then they lose out on that And I think that's what happened To to record, the record industry, music industry You know, music lands no more Because they didn't want to move away from that Same thing with the uh, the movie industry They don't want to move away from movies Because it's just all they know
4: Well, when I was listening to you guys uh, Before uh, I was brought aboard You were talking about video games Yeah, That's that's the medium that makes all the cash yep. now. Yeah, I mean, where all the money get, is. You get a big, a hot new game that comes out. You're talking about people spending 500 million dollars uh, on this new game God. in its opening weekend. That's right, and that's it's insane. And it's that's crazy, right. but it's, that's the way it goes now.
2: That's true, and that that happened with Grand Theft Auto ten years ago. They had a release, and they were over Grand
5: Theft Auto Five. Yeah, well, I think the biggest grossing game in history still.
2: You know, $500 million, almost a billion dollars the first weekend. I don't know what the thing, but it was a huge amount of money that eclipsed all the movies oh, that, yeah. that whole year. Yep. Mm-hmm. We do have to
3: take a break here, but I, I want to just quote Michael Imperioli as Christopher in The Sopranos <laughs> when I say, hey, have you seen that new TV show that, uh, what is it called, Law & Order SUV? <laughs> 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 yes, SUV, that's what it is, Michael. Or,
4: or Tony saying Hannibal Lecture.
3: Hannibal, hey, who do you think you are? Hannibal Lecture? (laughs) And of course, the Hasidic Jew. Listen here, ZZ Top. (laughs) We'll be right back. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the new Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you will never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike's making a special offer for my listeners. You buy one set, get another set absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code TOM. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 1-800-516-5146. Use the promo code TOM. Go to MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code TOM. We'll be back, ladies and gentlemen, with Tim Lammers right now. Timmy. What's the latest?
4: Well, you know, again, proving that not only does the movie industry have a problem with originality, Broadway has a problem with originality since the Silver Linings Playbook musical is headed to Broadway. Oh my God. What? You remember the Silver oh Linings God, Playbook? Oh, God.
6: <laughs> <Yes>. What? Musical? <laughs> How are they going to yeah, make that what? a musical?
4: <laughs> Everything's a musical. They, they, you know, that's where Broadway mines all their stuff now from, from feature films. It's insanity. I mean, it That's, was
6: a it was a good movie. I liked yeah. it. But, oh, great
4: movie, great but movie. But turning it
6: into a musical, yeah, it doesn't it's seem not like It's cheery a enough for that. No. no, it's kind of a depressing movie. So was Rent. There is dancing so, in it,
1: so well, I guess. But Rent was a,
6: started as a musical. Yeah. It didn't become yes. a musical
1: after. <laughs> I'm gonna say all, not all the musicals are happy.
6: No, but but like
1: it, this is a weird turning. In, and yeah. yeah.
6: Turning a specifically downer <clears throat> with a little light at the end movie into yeah. a musical screen. It's,
3: it's a sad musical. Something. <clears throat> it's yep. an opera.
5: That's an opera.
6: There, there we go.
3: Just it change out. it
6: to an opera and we'll be good.
5: Well hey, they managed to make the Star Wars sequel trilogy into a kabuki play. So they did? Yes.
6: Oh my god, kabuki.
5: It was very, very weird. Tim, I
3: have a question for you. Of course it was. Yeah, I do not remember it. It may have taken place, but I just don't remember it. I was a little uncomfortable with the race element in that movie as well, because I don't remember the Sopranos singling out black people to prey on. Like they did in this movie
4: i thought about that as well but in the first season there was that uh it was at maybe at least a couple episodes and again i'm watching this from the beginning over again, yeah right yeah so i'm just trying to remember where it might come back into play but there is a deal with um when um michael imperial with christopher's girlfriend wants to be a mu- music producer and, yeah, they, and yep. they make friends with this um music executive this black music executive Mm -hmm. claims that hesh ripped off this black artist decades earlier and he wanted him to pay reparations is what he said um so it seemed to me there is that racial element that racial sort of tension thing there for at least a couple episodes and again whether they're going to get back into that i don't know Uh, and that, yeah, yeah, you know, it is funny how they did have that conflict, and then it seemed to go away in the movie, and then uh, at the very end, yeah, yeah, you saw how there was that shift in power in a sort of way, where the guy that used to be a runner for Dickie is now running his own thing. So you know, you know, that you know, because that character is not in the series, correct? I no, not that I know. Because I was mm. thinking, okay, wait, am I missing something here? That seems sort of weird to me. But again, yeah. I I don't mind that movies will ground something in a historical event, especially a historical event that not that many people know about. And so that that to me was interesting, but you're right. I mean, I did think about that when it was happening and again only to go into the series again saying, "Oh, well, there is that sort of tension thing going on in the music
3: industry." Yes. Yes. But that's not Yeah, too. I
4: mean, in the music industry in the show yes you know you know so yeah yeah it's again i don't know why david chase did what he did i mean i'd have to read up on it but uh you know i mean again setting things amid a, a you know if he wants to take the characters back a few decades which he did and it happens mm-hmm. to be around the same time i mean story-wise it makes sense and was there that if for real that sort of shift in uh, the power dynamic in in uh, the late sixties and early seventies, well, there were race riots. The world in the was changing, and there was so much conflict between the two <laughs> factions. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm not that historically. I just love mob movies, right? Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I well, do all that, and I, I don't, do. I, you know, and, and you know all the mob figures of real life, but you know, it's so much about the stories behind them. Sometimes I just don't know.
3: Uh, we need more lines again, like. Tony Soprano talking to his mother, Nancy Marchand. Hey, Ma, did you hear about Hesh? Hesh uh, bought a horse farm. And his mother says, ah, Who ever heard of a Jew on a horse? <laughs> See, yeah, maybe they can't do that. From
4: the maybe, season.
3: Yeah, Maybe and, they can't do that now is the problem. They can't make funny references because nobody thinks that's funny anymore.
4: Well, I think the last time, I, it might have been last week when I was talking, it's like yeah. even when you go back to that show that went is out, you know, it's 22 years old now, 1999. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a lot of things that you couldn't do now today that they did then. There just aren't. Yeah. You know, so maybe they, God, you, you know, you wish that everybody would be like a Dave Chappelle or whatever and just yes. like, give a crap yes. and just do what they want to do. A guy like norm mcdonald for example i mean he wasn't afraid no matter what he wasn't he afraid but uh yeah you don't get that you don't get that anymore I, I yeah it's they touch this really touchy subject matter though with that that deal with the race riots oh uh, god know, so yeah oh they, absolutely they were, it was yeah i mean i, I, I it was interesting it, to me that that whole story angle was interesting and the way that one guy got tortured uh, poly walnuts with the power tools. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh my god. But again, typical poly walnuts. He's sitting there. I'm gonna get blood on my suit here. I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I talked to the guy who played him, Billy Magnuson. You know, they, you know, one thing and I couldn't bring it up when I was talking with him, but it's like, jeez, you know, you want so much more of those characters and you didn't get them. Yeah, you know, you yeah, got agree. the funny thing with the hairpiece. with with silvio and you know and 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 big pussy was that was really scant to me i mean Mm -hmm. those three guys you just didn't get a lot from them and i understand you got this movie you got a two-hour movie and you got so much to squeeze in that somebody's character is going to suffer you know and and again that they there's character posters out and everything prior to the movie and they oversell things you know, they oversell mm-hmm. it because, and then they it really boosts your expectations because you're thinking, "All oh, right, you know, everybody's going to be a marquee player in this thing," and they're not, and that ultimately leads to disappointment too. Yeah, Although I see that. talking about Livia Soprano, you notice that Vera Farmiga spot on delivered that one famous line from Nancy Marchand in the series. I love her. I, I absolutely. Oh, Vera for Farmiga's you, wonderful. <laughs> Oh,
5: boy, Did you. you. Yeah. <laughs> it was the greatest
3: of all.
4: That was great. It that was. was great. It
3: was indeed. Yeah, Vera's. she's a terrific actor.
4: I love her. I. You know what? I think she was one of my favorite actors in the whole movie. Oh, yeah. I, I just oh, love yeah. her anyway because she's so good with everything. Mm-hmm. Conjuring movies. Everything she does is great. And I thought she worked, was, worked really well, too. But uh, I don't know if anybody else has seen the movie in studio, so I don't want to say too much. But there's a scene... Between her and Johnny Boy, that one in the car, mm-hmm. and uh, there was a couple in the back seat. I think it was Dickie and his mistress. And uh, Johnny, got, Johnny Boy got a little tired of Livia's yakking, and he does something yep. really extreme. And again, you know, to me, moments like that are important because it gives you an idea of why she is the way she is in the series mm-hmm. why she became such a monstrous pain in the ass you know putting up with with all the, the the volatile behavior of johnny boy you know so to me that sort of thing helped inform this series a bit i think um yeah so you know that's the kind of stuff i was looking for kind of like what did these characters do in this movie that made them the way they are now? And, again, a lot of times, like you are saying with young Tony, you just didn't really get a lot of that.
3: No, Since you didn't. Why he is the way he is. There's no sense of humor. But, you know, there's very little sense of humor in anything now. There's not a whole <laughs> lot of funny stuff on, uh, I on television. I think people are afraid anywhere. to
4: be funny. as They well. are.
3: Oh, my God, you made fun of them. Yeah, well, tough hop. That's how my whole neighborhood got along. If people but, weren't making fun of you, it meant they hated you. Okay, if, that's how it went. If yeah.
4: they would have if if there would have been a character in there that they would have made fun of that isn't politically correct today. Yeah. You can bet your bottom dollar that somebody would be screaming their heads mm-hmm. off right now. Oh yeah. Boy Now in in some cases that's a good thing because this whole screaming of boycott this boycott that only gives the film publicity and ultimately, yeah. ultimately helps it. So maybe they should have gone there. You know, with yeah, somebody, maybe. but they they didn't they didn't but uh yeah it's just right now you're you're right people are just afraid it's like a preemptive oh my god is this gonna offend somebody this can't be in a script let's take it out
3: no you're 100 right i gotta ask you eventually uh about a, a new series that's on uh, streaming right now it's called midnight mass you know that
4: i just started watching it oh you did i I didn't. I didn't get that far into it. I, I, some other stuff came up, but it's it's uh, it looks really damn good.
3: I will tell you something. Catherine and I are on, just finished the third episode last night. The acting in that show is the best acting I've seen in a long time. My God, those people are good actors. Kate Siegel, you know, people like her, just terrific in the in the thing.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of great series out there now, and 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 there's a reason why. A lot of your A-listers are moving over to oh, streaming yeah. now, and and again, this kind of gets back to what we were talking about with the Sopranos and this whole deal of, you know, what do you want to call it, that story exposition or whatever, where mm-hmm. they really do get to spread things out and and really become. Their 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 characterizations are better. It's not crammed into. You're not fighting for screen time in a two-hour movie, to to try to give some meaning to a, a character or whatever. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing it. There's another weird, very weird series that's kind of taken the Internet by storm. Also on Netflix called Squid Game.
3: Oh, yeah, people love Squid Game. Yep.
4: What a bizarre show that is.
5: I haven't seen it. (laughs) Isn't it basically just Saw meets Battle Royale?
4: It seems like that. That's what I... Well, I was watching it with my oldest daughter, and she said... I said, this is like the Hunger Games. Yeah, basically, which is battle royale. Yeah, is
5: battle royale.
4: And then she said, yeah, but the the contestants aren't going after each other. They're not trying to kill each other. The the, the the organizers of the game are killing the people in Squid Game, not not the people. Yeah, so I can see it, but yeah, for some weird weird reason, it has that same sort of tone.
5: So it's like battle royale meets Takeshi's Castle. A.K.A. Um, most Extreme Elimination Challenge.
4: Well, basically, yes. And, and played with, like, children's games. Mm-hmm. Like, red light, green light. And if you move the slightest millimeter uh, in when you're standing still, you get shot. You know? Well, yeah, that's
5: basically, yeah, that was basically how um, Takeshi's Castle was. It's like, you have to hop across this pond, but if you step on the wrong stone, then you fall into the water and you're out. It's just like, take that, but add death.
4: Yeah, now, yeah, now, yeah, now they're getting taken out by a sniper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, it's a very, very strange series and uh, I, I'm only two episodes in, but when you hear things like, oh, the most disturbing TV series ever made, what? I'm not getting at with the first two episodes. That's for sure. But what the hell are they gonna do to make it the most disturbing? Again, I don't think people's tolerance and this kind of ties into the comedy thing, Tom. You know, when we when the com- comedians have pulled back, the, a new standard is set. Yes. Okay. Yep. So something that was relatively benign before because now that's where we're at, that seems shocking now to today's audiences where we're used to seeing a lot worse or hearing a lot worse. And that might be the case with this. What is so shocking and disturbing in this series? Uh, that people would say that. You know, I might... Because I'm looking for it and I'm not seeing it. At least not not through two episodes.
3: Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. I, I, I don't know. I, it, it, streaming does help. There's no doubt about that. There's not a whole lot of good stuff out there. Just a few uh, streaming shows and... Well I look around every night because uh, I can't I, I used to watch the news I can't watch more than five minutes of the news right now it doesn't matter what it's on Fox or CNN or MSNBC or what I can't watch these people for more than five minutes because it's just me 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 what I believe in more me now that's all it is. It's disgusting well, you
4: You were talking about uh, again the game thing earlier and how younger folks aren't watching television right One thing the, for sure the number one thing they're not watching is broadcast. Broadcast is, oh, it's I mean, you know what those numbers are. Cable has to be suffering with streaming. And oh. if you're smart, like a Disney, like a Warner Media, whatever, Paramount, you know, they're all branching out into their streaming services. They're making it uh, 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 not a la carte, but what, what am I thinking? They're making their whole menu available to people to watch whatever they want, whenever they want. Mm-hmm. And that's the way to go. And there are a lot of um, networks that have, or, or I don't know, I don't know how HBO numbers do ver- versus HBO Max, but I gotta believe that HBO Max is kicking whatever. Uh, oh yeah, I think uh, you're absolutely right about cable that. Cable viewers, yeah, it is a great streaming service. I love HBO. Max. Yeah,
3: it is good. There's no doubt about what well, the the biggest problem I have with what you're talking about, and it is a big problem because these services, these rating services, are trying to stay in business. Because once broadcast goes away, they're done. Because you you
5: don't need a a, a, a number. Streaming services have all that built in. They have it all built in. And it's
3: way more accurate, too. And way more accurate. And here's the problem you got. Whether it's radio or television, I've looked at the numbers. You can tell just by glancing at them, most of those people don't even exist. I mean, it's pretty frightening, actually. And they're trying to stay in business. I understand that. But a lot of stuff's being made up as they go along, I'll mm. tell you that.
4: Well, it's like anything else. I mean, it's like newspaper when it, when the internet yes. came along and they didn't take the thing seriously. With yep. You know, their money was made on classifieds, and all of a sudden <laughs> Craigslist comes yep. along and takes them yep. out. And, and, and they didn't adjust. They didn't adjust soon enough. So, you know, whoever is Nielsen still the major streaming or, or – uh, uh, rating service, I, guess, I mean, yeah. did, they, did they adjust in any sort of way to keep themselves in business? I don't know.
2: And it, and it's possible that certain industries can't adjust. I mean, to look at the yeah. example of Kodak, Kodak, uh, way before digital cameras came out, realized, hey, we have a digital camera. They yeah. made one of the, maybe the first digital camera, mm-hmm. but their, their profit model was based on film, which was much higher than yes. these digital cameras, yep. and they just could not pivot. They couldn't pivot because it was just financially impossible and probably culturally impossible, based on what's thing. So the music industry, the movie industry—I mean, they, these people just can't move. They well, the ratings
5: move. systems with TV, especially radio. The problem with radio is that it's a 100% one-way communication. That's yeah. you know, it's a It's a broadcast tower, and your radio just listens to it. It doesn't send any information back at all. Right, exactly. So the radio station can't get information from radios. There's just literally no way for it to do that. So how do you work around that? And no one's been able to figure that out. No, I don't they think they don't. ever will, except for putting – you'd have to put – I mean, maybe you could put like cell or Wi-Fi enabled broadcasters in radios that then broadcast to a server that they collect the data from. But that's really not that much better than or you what make, they have now. Or you make it all satellite,
2: and then you're, you have to you're, you'd have to you your you have to sign on, and then they can collect the data. Yes, exactly. The well, that's so what Sirius
5: does. Yeah, they they that, know what you're listening to because you have yeah. an account. And they know that you, they know your specific radio ID, so they know what it's tuned to at any given time.
3: They don't know. They don't. But series does not do well.
5: No, it doesn't.
3: Everybody talks about. It so, oh, so it's always. I mean, even the Howard Stern show doesn't do that great. No, it's. I don't know why, but yeah, it just oh, never oh, really oh, took oh. off. The
2: mistake they made is that they should be giving away those radios.
5: Yes, that is yeah. Right. That's the subscription model. People just, although you'd think with the streaming boom, people would be more inclined to do subscription based things. Yeah, you would think because that's what that's what everything is now. Everything's subscription based. You got wow. Netflix, Disney Plus, Hulu, Discovery Plus, all those things. Everyone's paying, you know, five, seven, whatever dollars a month. What's another five, seven dollars a month for the radio?
2: Yeah, but what? But radio's free that's all the way. radio is free and the quality programming on radio <laughs> is free so that is true whether you're listening to a ball game whether you're you know it's just it's a right. free service it's just no, it's not free you're there's advertising that you're oh, listening yeah, to it's form so that, of free i suppose yeah but it's so they wouldn't do a subscription for something free Right. Yeah. right
5: that's right. true yeah because the radio is so ubiquitous you can't go anywhere in this country and not have some form of radio signal yeah. whereas with the tv you have to have a bunch of supplementary equipment to make it work here's another problem that i'll mention as we kind of only got about a couple
3: minutes left here they're having a hell of a time coming up with the plastic to make the little carrier things to to prove that you're listening to any specific radio station Mm -hmm.
5: they they can't get the
3: plastic to make the little receivers
5: that's because america doesn't uh, use its
3: own resources anymore. that's exactly right they
0: go back to paper diaries
3: (laughs) sit down and write it down in a little (laughs) paper book (laughs)
4: <laughs> and and make sure to put on the turntable and listen to music with that vinyl album when you're doing. it yeah. Yes, exactly. exactly. Well, people
2: that's are doing a that. Comeback.
5: Yeah, that's making a comeback. Yeah. Vinyl. It is. I don't yeah. know why.
2: Yeah, adore why.
5: I've never it, good. it does it doesn't. It does. Clicks and pops and all that. It no, sounds nostalgic, know. but it doesn't yeah, sound yeah. objectively good. Well,
2: and you, or your ears have to be exceptionally good to be able to hear the harmonics that maybe are clipped out with digital music. But digital music can be made just as good. You just have to have and you to some to put, flack
5: audio or something, yeah.
2: yeah.
0: No, there's like a, to me there's a deeper sound to a final track. I don't know why. it, you know it know might why just I be my it? emotional craziness. I don't know.
4: I've only purchased a couple Reissues of vinyl since this whole turntable thing uh, mm-hmm. made its resurgence. I I just like the nostalgia of it. Honestly, that yeah, the, I think the, that's the, what, the, yeah. the art on the on the albums, you know, the album cover art is, you know, really cool. And and so it's that kind of yeah, it's a total nostalgia thing for me. It's never been about the sound quality. Although right. maybe maybe if I put on a pair of decent headphones and listen, maybe it is there. But you know, no it. It, but it seems to be getting bigger and bigger. I mean, it's so funny. I remember the time when albums were being phased out of, of Department Store Racks. Oh, yeah. Racked. Oh, yeah. And now now then then it began with the CDs. And now the album racks are getting bigger all mm-hmm. of a sudden again. So that's kind of kind of a weird thing to witness in one lifetime, to see something completely disappear only to make a comeback like yeah, that. Yeah, it doesn't the, happen often.
0: The grandkids found a CD. And they're like, look at this shiny disc. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was, you know, to throw at each
4: other.
3: Yeah, yeah. of course. course. (laughs) It's true. One of my favorite vinyl stories of all time, the Sgt. Pepper album came out. A friend of mine wanted me to listen to it, and we're listening to it. And it started skipping, as vinyl did once in a while. And here's what you heard from the Beatles. Woke up, woke up. Woke up, woke up, woke up. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's really good. That's really a barn burner. Probably,
1: it's like Revolution number nine. Number, number nine. nine. How yeah. it actually number is. Nine. That wasn't nine. Nine. Yeah, that's just the song.
3: I don't know. I'll miss it all, Timmy. We appreciate your time today, and don't ever recommend a movie to me again. <laughs> <laughs> I
4: know. I know. I told Mike that. I said he asked me about Bond, and I said huh? I'm almost afraid to say stuff. About Bond. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There you go. Um, so I, I will be talking about No Time to Die Thursday on the morning show, and I'm not going to recommend it to you, Tom. I'll just tell you in advance. I'm not All right,
3: recommending. Catherine doesn't want to. There's like not a bond
5: No
4: Time,
3: to,
0: time anyway. to Die already.
5: Yes, there I know. Is. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, I was yeah, like, this yeah, sounds yeah. familiar.
5: Yes, there is. Well, it's the <laughs> new one. James Bond.
3: Yes. But there, there, the was, bond. there was. So there was. Uh, you only
5: live twice.
4: I and still then there have was, no time to there's die. There's no time to
3: die.
5: There was an <laughs> earlier one.
3: There was <laughs> another. <laughs> yeah, I think so.
4: Idols do have that same. Yeah. Yes, that's true.
3: All right, Pally, we'll we'll talk to you Thursday.
4: Yeah, and have a great week, everybody. You too, Tim Tim Tim
3: Lammers. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll take a break. Be back in a few minutes. Kristen Burt will join us.